Good evening, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the very first episode of what I hope to be the many of the Gooby and Company broadcast. This first episode is recorded on Friday, December 17th at 4.02 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, the Gooby and Cubby broadcast, um, first of all, I want to start off by introdu- introducing myself. Uh, my name is Jonathan Smart, also known as Gooby. Uh, I'm a physics major uh, at my university, and I am hoping to go into the field of astronomy. The way this started is I uh, was hosting a tournament with some of my close, close friends, and we were streaming. And some people of my friends uh, in the chat uh, recommended uh, I start some sort of uh, talk show or podcast because they really liked how I talked and they thought it was really funny. So here I am now. Um, Our first guest today uh, is my good, good friend uh, Jolene, um, also known as Besitos, uh, from the tournament scene on campus. Hello, Jolene. Uh, Hello. Hi. So, Jolene, could you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, there's a lot of things I can tell you about myself. It's a very big open question. Very big uh, open question. But what do I what do, I do basics? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like who I am, what I do. I don't know. I'm like a human on planet Earth, and I was born into the world. I think that's a little bit about myself. A little bit about yourself. Um... More specific to, I guess, the tournament scene, I guess I could sort of lean into that yeah, angle. Sure. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I didn't find, I'm not the founder of Golden Pirates, but I am the person who started the Smash tournaments at our university. So that's like something that I think is pretty cool. Now, was there and, no, uh... oh, sorry, go on. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say that I just had Luby's and it was really good. Thank you for sharing. Now, was there? Uh, I'm just curious because uh, I I came in what I believe to be um, the second year uh, you were doing tournaments on campus. Is that correct? I think so. Uh, we started my I started my sophomore year. Yeah, so, so... I've been a freshman at the time. Why not? Yeah, yeah, second year. Yeah, second so, year we were doing things. Was there seriously no tournament scene on campus beforehand, like at all? Yeah. Yeah, wow. um, and I still think to this day, like our sort of esports scene is still relatively underground. It's that's just what I think. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, or the reason I say that is because like esports isn't really a thing, or especially when I was there, it was like five guys, <laughs> like someone's apartment. <laughs> and it's still relatively uh i would say it's still relatively underground uh, at this moment like we're kind of struggling to get uh off the um, you know off the floor people don't really know about us and that's 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 a real struggle when we're trying to uh get together people for teams and everything you know for the upcoming uh competitions and whatnot yeah people just uh they float in and out and I mean, I'm pretty, or well, I guess not so much this semester, because I've sort of handed the reins over to you, but, you know, I was pretty aggressive in looking for people and being transparent with my intentions of, like, you know, if you're going to come to tournaments, part of the deal is, like, you know, I'm scouting for players to go compete. Like, that's part of what this is. 
Um, and that's always sort of been a thing, but we don't really have anything like that for any of the other games. It's more so you kind of need to ask around the grapevine, mm -hmm. which, you know, we go to a small university, so, you know, getting that information through the grapevine isn't as unreliable of a source as it might be in other places, but still, it's, there's no mainstream way to get in. You just kind of need to find I... the right people. I do want to say it's it is quite difficult to uh, to get in. I have uh, friends who like play all these games, but they're always like they're always really scared of uh you know their skills. Like oh my god, am I am I not good enough? Like we're uh we're just like just now putting together an Apex Legends team and a Valorant team and whatnot, and I'm filling in one of the spots on the Valorant team, so I'm not too sure um like where where things are going are going from here, you know? Because sometimes yeah, I kind of I mean, wonder if uh like. That kind of sounds like a, like an issue of the players that we're getting just are, don't feel confident <laughs> um, in 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 their abilities. Which, I mean, you know, we we take who we who we can get, right? Yeah. Um, particularly because we're still growing, and I think part of sort of still being in this early phase. Um, in the in the grand scheme of things, right? Because we've been around for like a couple of years, but still, like we're in a small university, and um, I think part of it is still like, hey, look, do you think you can play the game? Okay, we'll come and let's play some games, and we'll find a place for you. If you're an alternate, you're an alternate. Like, but you know, that's part of it. Um, but you know, giving them a place to be or having them. Yeah, I think oh. it's also we don't have meetings. <laughs> that's not a thing. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we just don't like have meetings all together as like a, a unit, right? The Golden Pirates unit. We we don't all just sit in a room and, and go, all right, guys. So like, what's what? What are we doing? We did that for like a little bit. Um, did we have like one or two like in person meetings? Uh, oh yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was my junior year. We we had some meetings and. They were pretty good, I'd say. Yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, I feel like very lucky uh, with our scene in particular because we we all kind of meet once a week, uh, and at my place, we play Smash and everything. We don't really like meet meets like for like, anything formal. It's just more so like <laughs> it kind of happens uh, if we had anything more formal to share and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's part of being in a team. Yeah, in a group. You can see the people <laughs> who are in the team and yeah. the group, and you know who they are, and they know who you are, and you're friendly with them, and they're friendly with you, that kind of thing. I just like I just feel very lucky that like you know we we found so many people that are very dedicated to our our tournament scene here on campus and everything, and we've honestly we've found some pretty damn good players as well. Like it's it's uh it's amazing. Like I was really scared that stuff was going to die out. And then I met like, uh, all these like really cracked freshmen and everything. And I'm like, yeah, we still have a chance. Yeah. We just need to find the people who want to keep it going. Mm -hmm. And like, I, you know, I'll be gone. Like a semester, oh, so. that's, that's so sad to think about Julian. You've always been here for the smash scene, you know? And then yeah. I'm also gonna be gone as well for a semester, so like, what the hell is gonna happen after we after we both leave? Uh, I don't know, but it'll it'll be it'll be out of our hands, you know. So my hands, it'll probably still be in your hands. Yeah, not physically there, but be there. 
I had some people over in IT that were wanting to, um, you know, have me hand it off to them, and I, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, Jolene. <laughs> I'm not you too just sure. Just kind you just have to give, you just have to show them how to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know how to do it because you saw me do it. Yeah. And seeing me do it was we're in the cove and I'm on my laptop <laughs> planning all the things and telling you about what I'm doing and making all the advertisements and talking to people and you know it's like all that stuff yeah um so you just kind of need to find someone who can be in the room with you while you do the things that you trust will continue to do the things i do and have giving someone. them little responsibilities here and there like, hey, can you do this I think I like, do have someone in mind I'm I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm, I'm not like really, I uh, I don't know. I'm I have someone I have a few people in mind I can hand off to that are like you know in our group, um, but I, I don't know about handing off to IT because uh, I'd have to call or correspond with them. Uh, it was like uh, David uh, who runs the um, uh, retro game night. He was uh, in he was interested in kind of helping out with the scene while I'm gone. Um, but there were like specifically more people like higher up in IT that were like actually wanting to take it over and transform it. And, you know, at this point, like after you've handed it off to me, it's like become like my little baby that I'm like trying to, uh, you know, like really see grow with, uh, you know, the, the whole summit thing at the very end of the year. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to hand it off to somebody just yet, you know? Well, that's why you've got this next semester to sort of prep that. Right. So, yeah. It, you know, it's, it wasn't easy for me, like when, you know, like I would have liked to still make the ads and talk to people and be more present the way I have been in the past. But that's part of, you know, I don't want to say growing up, but that's part of like getting ready to, or I guess even more being, I, I don't necessarily enjoy I'm not enjoyed, but I'm not necessarily used to talking in this way, but that's kind of part of being a leader, right? Yeah. Um, being able to give things to people and trust that they're going to do good things with them. And since we're in a college environment, um, you know, eventually the thing, your club that you really cared about, you have to give that off to someone because you're going to graduate. And I don't know if, I don't know about you, but if you, if you ask me, like, I think giving it to, higher ups ensures its safety mm -hmm. right because we can't i mean because we can't always trust that there's going to be another person like you or me who will take the reins right and so if it's sort of put into the hands of of some people who for lack of a better term have like skin within like the system the su system um I think I think that almost guarantees it's it sticks around because then those people like our sponsors or I don't know what they would call our advocates. Just like just like um, they're uh, they're there kind of in our corner. They're like constantly yeah, wanting to keep yeah. it going. They're wanting to keep it going, um, and they have tenure, and you know they can also find people. You know, so. and they're they're not going to be studying abroad uh, in London for for a semester either. You know. <laughs> yep. So those are just my two cents for me to you. For this, what did whatever you want to decision you want to make because it's it's in your hands. It's not my decision to make anymore. 
I think I'm I'm definitely heavily leaning towards uh you know taking a full like time position as a TO uh and you know I I think I, I think I mentioned you I was thinking about retiring from actually yeah, yeah, playing and everything. Yeah. And I think it's like I I'm I'm wanting to see um <clears throat> more so than like you know me succeed at tournaments I would rather see uh us take home a medal at SCAC and that's like my my big goal. So I took I think, a yeah. <laughs> better medal. We took uh, we did take bronze last time. Oh, I'm aiming for gold this time, Julian. You gotta understand. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Where and I I feel like honestly with like these new players like Max especially, uh, Max is Max and Marlin both have just shown so much promise and it's really like got me excited. Like oh my god, I feel like we really really can take home the gold this year. Ever yeah. seen them perform? Everything. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, hopefully we can. I'm thinking. I don't know. As as a player, uh, and and a TO, I definitely got some burnout. Uh, especially like I think I was really feeling it. Uh, in December, in that one October turn, which you probably uh remember, I was almost passed out at, and everything from all this like stress. <laughs> and it's. And none of it's coming from the TO side. It's all coming from the um, the side of like performing and actually playing. Because there's so much stress that comes. I don't know how. You, how do you manage that, man? I don't get it. I just kind of play the game. That's always been my mentality. That's always, you know, I just, I just like. I think something that I don't. I'm pretty sure I've told you this before, but I tell this to everyone that asks me about. Um, the mm -hmm. tournaments, right? Because when they first started happening, it was this funny thing of like, oh, you're like organizing these Smash tournaments. Oh, and also you're like winning all of the Smash tournaments. And so I kind of got some, some like people were coming up to me and being like, oh, is it like a thing? Like you want to like assert dominance or whatever the fuck? And it's like, no, like. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Wait, people said that? Not exactly like that, uh, right? But it, it it was it was like a it was, but it was like a oh you, it was very much like a macho bravo like you want to let everyone know you're 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 the best player, right? So you set this whole thing up. It's like not really, um, and that's related to sort of what you asked me because found like the foundations of this, the whole reason I even started all of this was just because I just wanted to play the game with people. Right. I just wanted to like have a, just a space where we can show up and play some Smash and have a good time. I mean, you've heard me talk about or just like hearing me talk about just the scene. Like I very rarely focus on the competitive aspect of it. And I care more about the people who show up in the community and just playing some games and I like there being like a culture of of spectating and, and showing up and just playing. So every time I go to a tournament, it's like I'm just here to play some games and like have a good time. That's all I really care about. Um, that aren't like my TO responsibilities. So you know, my when speaking from a TO's point of view, my I I want people to have a good time. I want people to go home and, and and talk about like oh that was so that was so good and oh i organized that very well and it was executed well and people had a good time um 
But from a player's perspective, I've never really... I've I've always just wanted to show up and just play. That's all I just that's all I wanted to do. Yeah, I I think I I even saw that whenever uh I was a uh just a regular player at that very first tournament I showed up at. I think is uh Nolan uh, and Evan told me about it and everything. I showed up and you were like immediately approachable. I I didn't feel like you were out of reach uh, as opposed to you know I've gone to tournaments and their tos are just like. They're always in the background. They're always, like, not talking to anybody. They're always, like, doing administrative stuff, which, you know, tournaments need to succeed. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I-, I wanted to kind of, you know, aim for that because that's kind of, like, what I really wanted to, you know, hopefully find a, a-, a bright-eyed freshman uh, to, you know, hopefully take over for me whenever I'm leaving and everything. Yeah. Uh, and so I think the best way for me to go about doing that is to literally, I, I, I just, I probably just need to kind of uh, drop the whole player position of mine because um, I, I focus on it way too much and everything. Because I was like really wanting to qualify for the team. And then I had this epiphany one. And I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm gonna be going anyway. Like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be going with y'all anyway. So like I might as well just focus on getting y'all as good as possible. You know? Yeah. So this is like, and um, and just like, as you're getting ready to sort of give this to someone else, I just, it's all like I, I encourage you to always like, put first that the competition isn't what's important. Yes, it's yeah. a tournament, but that's not the important part, right? Um, the important part is people showing up and having a good time. It's how we, I think that's part of the, I think back to that 40 man tournament and what we used to do at tabling. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would tell the people all the time. Like they tell me, it's like, Oh, Hey, like I'd be like, Oh, we're having like a tournament. They're like, Oh, I'm not really all that good or whatever. And I'm always like, that's not really what's this is about. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like a bunch of people show up and they're not all that great. Or like they say, Oh, I'm not that good. And, like you know you got your friends rooting for you and you're there and you're playing games and it's you know that's always been yeah. more important um specifically for for the seo environment you know i was a you know to for like the austin scene or for the dallas scene or just like even outside of just our like little university community it'd probably be different it probably um it probably would be different. I think the stakes would be higher, but it's always been a low stakes, chill, fun thing. Oh, it's one hundred percent different. I, I I'm talking to my friends at uh, ASU uh, who help run Smash Scene, and it's uh, it's you know it's very much focused on the competition because uh, I think they have a Smash Team there, if I recall, uh, and it's a lot different. You know, if we had you know ten times the the size of SU uh, at our school, then you know, we could definitely focus on that competition aspect. But as it stands, it's just, it's honestly just like not worth it if we try to like only find the best players, which is like, kind of why I host the um, the smaller like Wednesday events, because then uh, it allows us to uh, kind of hone in on those players who are more dedicated and we can kind of uh, get them up, uh, kind of up to up to the uh, standard that uh, we're looking for. And, it, you know, overall, I think it makes tournaments, like, more interesting, you know? 
Yeah, no. Um, and like we know who the best players are. Yeah. Right, and we know that like the, the we know like and like the people who are the best players like they're gonna show up unless you know they have a thing, mm-hmm. and like we know that about them. But we're so small, we're like such a small group that like tournaments would be like eight people, right? So mm-hmm. like that doesn't sound fun to me, especially if we're doing monthly, right? Like if we're gonna have a thing every month um like i want there to be more than just eight people there oh 100 percent. which is like why, why we uh we had that mario kart uh tournament and you know i noticed a lot more people showed up for that you know like we, we had a bit we had a decent showing uh last time which honestly i i, I would kind of chalk it up to it being final season and whatnot uh yeah. some people told me like yeah i can't make it as finals I'm like yeah that's, that's cool man so timing is pretty poor and uh, we we were uh, unfortunately stripped of the McCombs um you know ballroom that was yeah oh my lord cannot believe that cannot we went back to our bread and butter one fifteen oh, so Olin it worked out ooh Olin's Olin's great but it's just something about McCombs it feels like it feels more official and it feels more roomy you know no yeah there's there's more room because Olin is divvied up into rows mm-hmm. so um. You know, a lot of the walking room is there's chairs and like desks. It's not a space that you're supposed to be uh, continuously moving in. Yeah, um, it's, it's you show up, you sit down, lecture time, right? So. It's more so kind of a space where where you go, you compete, and then you kind of just bounce uh, and whatnot. And for a you know, bigger scene, it would be okay. But like we're we're looking for like to retain our players. Everything we're looking for mainly just a way to. <laughs> okay, I'm really hoping at least one turn this semester, and I think it it might it's probably going to be the summit at the very end. Uh, I, w- I would like to have a, a really like big crowd. That'd be a really really hype. That's why you know? that's why I think we should not have it in the ballroom and in that other room in front of the cafeteria place. I was thinking that, but are we are we gonna be able to fit people there and everything? for a regular tournament we were gonna have to check out the space and make plans for it but i think so hmm. and like that's that's the most visible space yeah i mean everyone walks and, past uh, it yeah and i don't i and, and to be honest i i don't even know because our our biggest tournament yet has been what was it the valentines it was valentines, the valentines in 2020 yeah 2020 yeah yeah um, that one was like a 40, that was like a big, that was like yeah. a big deal. Um, that one was big, right? And I wish I could tell you how that happened, but I can't. Um, yeah. I don't know if we were just more aggressive with our advertising. I don't know if, uh, Caden just went out and just told like everybody about it. No, he did what it do was. that. He did. We did get we did get a lot of like outside people, but I would say it was probably like, uh, like eight maybe, and that's still like thirty some who are from school. I mean that's really good, honestly. Yeah, I think. But but I also but here's another thing, right? Mm-hmm. For the last time we we were there at retro game night, um, we had to cut off the amount of people 
that were going to be really? there. But we had to cut off the amount of entrance, right? It was that because big? It was, it's not that it was that big. It's that, that we were on a, on, on a time. Oh, okay, okay. Right? So retro game night ended at 10. So we had to sort of moderate how many people could join. And ended up we ended up picking 25. Uh, we made it a 25-man bracket. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, even after the cutoff point, people, like, they saw us there. And because, like, we, are, so we were, you know, sort of recognizable, um, or we were, like, you know, people were, like, oh, can I sign up for the thing? And we were like, oh, sorry, like, there's a cap. And, like, but people would ask, right? That's why, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's visible. Like, people are walking by. There's something going on. There's, like, a thing happening. And you could tell them about it. And if uh, they're just like, oh, I don't know. Like, well, I'm here, you know. I think, yeah, I think we definitely that's... need to see if we can get our, uh, our, our January event in that space. The January one? Yeah, our next one. Uh, should we do you think no i think no. that one's reserved for for, for summit for summit I okay think. so only have that's the one for summit thing. that's a me thing i think okay. this is more i think this is more like <laughs> behind the scenes oh yeah talk yeah yeah and not podcasting talk i mean i'm just telling some stories about the scene yeah but um yeah <laughs> it's, it's some decision making going on but it, well, it's perfect. Cause, I mean, this is I like I like having these conversations. You know, it uh, it, it's just a way for us to talk about the tournaments. Uh, and I mean, not formal, but just a, a fun setting. You know, it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I just don't want to do like the planning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't <laughs> think people would want to hear about that. It's like, yeah, let's talk out the logistics of like <laughs> the next tournament. And also, I like to. It's you. You know, it's surprises. Like I don't want people to. No, True. For the next tournament. We can't. I mean, I know I, I like the gimmick and like maybe like the things, but like, you know, you know, some things I'd rather keep secret for when we're planning. So, what what do you think we're gonna do for the gimmick then? The gimmick? the gimmick? I have no idea. Oh, no idea. you know what? I <laughs> I, I definitely wanna wanna have some sort of Nickelodeon bracket eventually please please <laughs> for the love oh my god i'm so tired of not having nickelodeon <laughs> okay but see, you have to understand we need to host on a monday specifically because if it's hosted on a monday people can't play garfield right no but we want people to play garfield see like <laughs> <laughs> that's what i want i want people playing garfield um, is, is, is he out yet yeah is i he? don't know if he's out yet i don't know he might be, honestly. Like I've seen some people playing him, and like I, I I can't tell if he's out or if it's just like screenshots from the training mode. But like, good God, his some of his uh hit boxes are just uh they're so crazy, Julian. Let me just tell you that. I won't lie. I saw <laughs> the um. I just saw his trailer. That's it. So you don't know really too much about uh about the, about the funny cat. I don't know really much about the funny cat and Nickelodeon <laughs> Nickel Starfall. The most corny game possible. That game goes crazy, and you're a hater. <laughs> okay, a I hater. might be a hater, but it's it's just in its current state. I wish it was. I wish it was given like another year and a half in the oven. I think the creator would probably agree with me. Probably. 
Like I but see the gameplay is uh, crazy. The gameplay is crazy. I will admit that the gameplay is actually fucking insane. Yeah. I go on Twitter and I follow the creator and, and uh, we see all these other Nickelodeon games comes out and like he, I I feel so bad for the guy because he. Uh, he wasn't given enough money and time to release his his passion project. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I think this was a passion project for him. Yes, he, he put a lot of care into it, and like that that one Nick Mobile game um, had like customizable skins and characters and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, I feel. Uh, if the game was given another year in the uh, in the oven, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be talking uh, make, make all this corny talk, you know. It's also, I mean, it's also a victim of, of hype culture. Yeah. I remember when I first saw it, like when that first trailer dropped, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of scuffed. <laughs> like, I remember looking yeah, at it yeah, and yeah. being like, that. it's like, oh, that looks kind of low budget, which, not to knock it down, but like, I remember when that first trailer came out, everyone was like, oh my gosh, like, it looks amazing, like, it looks like best game ever like this this and that like it's gonna kill smash smash killer all the time it it, you know people say that all the time as a joke but like you say something enough times and eventually it doesn't become true but it sticks Mm -hmm. in the in the the public conscious in some way um but i remember like that first trailer dropped and like part of it was that there was like the leaks and the rumors right so like it was it was the rumored nickelodeon fighting game that was like a platform fighter and so like people were getting excited about like oh a new platform fighter with like recognizable ips and so people are like oh it's gonna it's gonna be like smash or whatever and then the trailer drops and like don't get me wrong like you know it was like a pretty good trailer and Part of like what I'm trying to say is like I'm not I I like I'm trying not to like hate on the game. Oh, like yeah. the game the game did look low budget and it lit and it and it didn't it didn't look great, right? Um graphically and all that stuff. But like people were like, Oh my god, like it looks amazing, it looks like best game <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. And then and then that sort of sentiment is carried throughout its entire like hype cycle. And so people are like hyping the shit out of this game that they're probably gonna play for like twenty minutes, maybe stream for one day. I'm not talking about like the the like the big people, right? Yeah. I'm not talking like your armadas and and so forth and so forth. I'm talking about like the average like player, right? The average Gooby. Yeah. So it's definitely a victim of that. Like I think if it if it had like a a bit of a quieter release or if it didn't get sucked into that i feel like people wouldn't feel the way they do about it now where they're like oh wasn't this supposed to be the smash killer it's like no it never was gonna do that it was gonna destroy smash ultimate with its actually good netcode jesus yeah it's like that was never gonna happen um and i think you lied to yourself if you thought on that first trailer like it genuinely looked like crazy like amazing i did i did like it looks off because like I, I was like i was like it look like it looks good it just kind of looks low budget rough around the edges but like you know i want i can't wait to try it it's a I, fun game don't get me wrong it's a really really fun i really really like i do like that game like it's really it's just it's, it's so fast-paced and crazy and just stupid shit happens all the time 
And I'm just like, that's, I'm just like, just, it's like what Max and I say all the time. It's like, oh, that's a Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl moment. Oh my God. <laughs> it, is. Mean, it is. I it think, is. I think I'll definitely give it another go whenever Garfield comes out or whenever I have a chance. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I think I'm, I'm definitely feeling a little bit tired of Ultimate every now and again, because I, I try to play online with Max and Elliot some, and good God, the, the internet connection, like we, we both have decent connections and it lagged so much it feels like a, like a totally different game you know yeah that's why i don't really play online. <laughs> i just I, don't i cannot wait every now and again every now and again like i i play some arenas i haven't just like i just haven't been as active in the game i've just been playing other games um that's fair but even when i was a little bit more active i would only really do arenas um and yeah, I, I just like I just don't play the game online because I kind of love the game like a lot, <laughs> and uh, I don't want to play this shit online. Just don't. Did you see the um, someone's making rollback for uh, for Yuzu? Uh, or for, for Rossman? Yeah, it's in like the early. Oh God! Stages. I hope it comes out soon because I would love. I, I would actually you know play the game a lot more. If I could get that set up for Yuzu, everything. Yeah. I think also, um, I mean, I th I thought Yuzu itself was also like just good. Like it wasn't like quite offline, but mm -hmm. still like pretty damn close. I've never tried Yuzu, but I hear it's a pretty good. With Parsec, it feels like if you and your opponent have you know decent connections, it feels like offline yeah. at some points. I played a little bit of Parsec, uh, and my from, at least from my experiences, it feels pretty good honestly like i'm impressed and a little bit disappointed honestly that a billion dollar company uh couldn't couldn't uh provide some resources to get some rollback you know yeah. oh, god smash ultimate would be so much more fun if it had rollback and you just you know if they if they if they made a few more changes like um they made a certain swordsman a little bit better what not yeah i mean there's there's a couple <laughs> issues i i do have with ult um you know the things i don't know if you've seen the the fudge videos but he's pretty spot on with a lot of things in that video um well, what, but uh, even then what's he doing in that, in with the, about? the problems of, with competitive ult or something oh, okay yeah. i haven't seen that yet um, yeah so they're pretty well-made videos um and i agreed with some things at the time I think the game is more expressive than people give it credit for. There's definitely times where I'm playing and I'm like, wow, look at all these things I can do. Um, and even then, like, you have to give the game time to evolve and grow, and it has been. Like, I just think about, you know that Blue Incineroar guy? Uh, guy? I, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm not... I'm not too like well immersed into the uh, competitive scene, so you're gonna have to kind of clarify for me. Okay, well, me neither. Yeah. Um, I just sort of, <laughs> but every now and again, like, I, like it, it's such a small anecdotal thing, right? Mm -hmm. But it's just like something I see of like there's this Incineroar player who just has some really cool clips and of just like things that they get when they're playing online, and it's sort of reminding me a little bit of like late stage Smash Four. Oh where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where some of those were late Smash Four was was pretty developed, 
Um, if not for a certain witch and yellow-haired anime man. Um, the, that shall be not, not be named. We will not talk about it. <laughs> um, you know, you're just like, I, I think like Ultimate's pretty, pretty expressive. I, you know, I don't know if I'm misremembering stuff, but I feel like Smash 4 had more movement stuff. I, well, there's some weird, um, God, I remember, I'm not remembering the name too, too well here, but it's, um, some weird turnaround, uh, mechanic with, uh, Smash 4. Oh, perfect pivoting. Perfect, 4, pivoting. perfect pivoting. And I do miss it. I miss it a lot. I use, I do remember using that a lot. Yeah, it's just, I remember some things about Smash 4 and it's just like, people, I don't understand why people are trash Smash 4. You know, it, it had, you know, some, like, a lot of jank. A lot, a lot of it's jank. Very yeah. It's very janky. It's the, it's the game, it's the game, so here, this is what Smash 4 is, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I have a lot of issues with Smash 4, right? Um, but it's, it's the game, it's the game where you just die, right? True. And I don't know why in God's green earth we ever thought that a two-stock rule set was appropriate for that game. Thank you! Oh my gosh, two stocks is too fucking little. It's not Real. enough, especially for that game. In that game, you just die. You will yeah. die. Especially, like, Rage was crazy in that game. Crazy, crazy. You will just explode you will die. You are never safe against any character. Um, if you like, if your opponent is at like a hundred and ten percent, you will get hit by something and you will just die and explode. Um, it was really just scary, right? Yeah. It had Bayonetta in the game. Ew. Oh, which Lord. Lord. It had Smash Four Bay on the game. It had Smash Four Cloud in the game. Um, I have more animosity towards Smash 4 Cloud than I do Bayonetta. Um, really? Wait, cause why? Because I was a Peach player. Oh! Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah. Um, there's a lot I did like. I miss Zard. I miss Solo Zard. Oh. What a fun character that is. I love Zard. Smash 4 Ike sucks i love that character it's like um, a silly helicopter up air that, that shit's weird that shit does not work <laughs> like his new up air so much we are very happy for ike and his new up air um there's things about that game i do like but it's just so stressful to play just so you will just explode and die and it's so so much to manage i think we, we ought to play some smash World, like with mods because there's some fun as fuck mods in that game. I wanna, I wanna play Brawl Minus. Brawl Minus, I'd be down for that. Brawl Minus is, looks really, really fun. Is that in? You know, I'm, I'm seeing these mods and I'm like, I'm really happy that like Ultimate's getting getting there a lot quicker. Everything like I, I sent you that uh that Yu Narukami uh mod and it's part of a larger mod pack. Oh yeah. Everything. And... I didn't give I didn't give it like a real good look, but it was like a custom moveset oh stuff, and I was like, oh my goodness! It's it was it was so cool. It was a uh, it was like playing a character from um, Blast Blue uh, or uh, P4 Arena. Everything. It's yeah, I can't oh wait for P4 Arena. Oh my gosh! I cannot wait. That, that game's be so good on Steam. Good lord. Yeah. There's also um. 
there's also another mod. I'm I'm a part of their uh, their Discord server. It's like really closed off. Uh, because you're you're not really allowed to make uh like mods or content of it yet. Uh, they they tell you uh to not do anything with it. Yeah, it's called HDR Soul Remix. Um, it okay. is absolutely insane. I'm gonna get it pretty soon so we can play it uh on the Wednesday events. But it changes up the movement of the game. Uh, I think there's some custom characters. Oh, it's is it? It's that. It's the. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see that that Marth clip on Twitter I sent to you? I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that I, clip. Okay, okay. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take? Oh, no. Um, okay, sorry. Sorry, I just, like, I saw that clip and I was just thinking about it of, like, listen, because oh, I don't want to just, like, poop on people's hard work. Because, like, mm-hmm. there, there's, like, there's real people putting real effort and passion and stuff. Yeah. Um, But we've seen Melee the mod uh, so many times. And I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm like sick of it. I don't know if I'm like just tired of it. Of like, can we do something? Because I saw that Marth clip and I was like, that's melee Marth. Yep, that's what that looks like. Oh, I know. What, I think I know what you're getting at here. I'm like, yep, 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 yep. And let me get this straight. Yep. And then Falco's gonna have the shine that sends you upwards, and that's what that's gonna do. And and then everyone else is gonna just kind of be kind of like a weird character, and people are trying to be like Project them, and it's kind of not working. <laughs> um, I know what you mean, yeah. That's just me. That's just yeah. me. Like I saw I saw the Marth clip, and I was like, that looks like Melee Marth. And don't get me wrong, Melee Marth is a fun character, but how many mods have made Melee Marth again? It's like can like. Let's do something else with Marth. And Marth is pretty interesting to look at, especially if you look at him, his evolution throughout the Smash games. Mm-hmm. He's, like, very different in all of the games. Like, Melee Marth is not the same as Brawl Marth, is not the same as Smash 4 Marth, is not the same as Ult Marth. And it's, like, he feels so different in every game. Um, and then, like, we're gonna make a mod, and oh, it's Melee Marth again. It's like, oh, that's that's cool. Okay, but Jolyn, you have to admit, Ultimate Marth compared to what we had in Smash Four, two completely different characters, one hundred percent. They're very different. Very, and, and like I, I love Marth. Playing Marth, if if I feel it feels so natural, which is why like I switched to Pyromithra because they just do more. But I'm I'm going back to Marth here. I. Uh, I played a little bit of Smash 4 the other day, and I played Marth, and I was like, oh my god, I can net combos out of my, my, my jab 1, jab 1 to like forward tilt, jab 1 to, to forward air, like, oh, it feels so good. And just the tipper in this game, it, it doesn't feel like it hits uh, when I want it to, and it feels like it should hit, right? And... Uh, yeah, it's just, it's harder to hit on 1 because the hitboxes that they gave... Marth are not the same ones that they gave to Roy. Uh, oh, God. Um, God. I should, I should just give Roy. But also, um, I think the pacing of Ultimate is just much more different. Like, and the way you get tippers is different. So, in Melee, from my understanding, please don't come for me. <laughs> like, when you get a tipper, you set up into the tipper, right? Yeah. Um, or you throw out you do spaced forward smash, right? Um, 
at least the tipper that kills you, right? So, like, tipper down tilt in melee is very, very strong. Because down tilt in melee is very, very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you don't, you're not going to see people killing with, like, tipper side or tipper, like, up smash. Unless you get, like, a thunder cat combo. Like, it'll mostly be, like, yeah. tipper forward smash, and we're going to set up into it. Or we're going to do Ken combo off stage, and I'm going to hit you with dipper, tipper dare, and you're going to get spiked, and you're going to die. It's always so. I, mean, I don't. Know. I, I. don't. I don't. I don't. I can't really talk about Brawl Marth because I don't know Brawl Marth that well. Uh, but I do know like the pacing of Brawl is much slower, right? Mm-hmm. It's a much slower game, so you're able to space better, or not space better, but you're you have more time to set yourself up in those positions where you can hit those high damage tippers. The same thing for Smash Four, right? It's a slower game. Um, and also, Marth's sword was like big in in Smash Four. Just yeah. it was just really it was a big sword. Um, whereas Ultimate is is a different story. Oh, also you had Perfect Pivot in Smash. Oh, 4. true. So, yeah. Yeah, you had Perfect Pivot, and that helps. That's just like that helps Marth a lot. Um, but in Ultimate, right, we don't have those things, and it's really fast, and you can't quite super combo into Tipper the way you. Could I mean you could do like down air forward smash things, mm-hmm. um, but it's different, and so I think that's why Barth feels so different. But I feel like people are starting to find things with the character. I know there's some Marth somewhere who just did some good things, um, who just got like first place out, like you know, like a local, mm-hmm. but you know, it was a kind of like a high profile local, um, and so. I don't know. I have Smash Ultimate Marth has grown on me. Um, he's just really fun. He's fast. He's like an aggressive swordsman that you kind of have to play patient with. Um, and I think Side B is criminally like underused because I feel like that move is very dangerous, but it's very difficult to use. And I quite like the changes that they made to it. Um, What's that side view combo you uh, you do all the time? Because I do see that, and it's it's always crazy. I just I can I can just never see what you're doing. What what are you doing with that exactly? Um, I just I try to land tipper. I try to land like near one to mm-hmm. sort of pop the opponent up, and then yeah. it's a specific timing to it that I've practiced. But it's still not consistent. Um, it's just side B, forward up side side. Oh, it's forward. I thought you were doing down to uh, to pop them up, like forward down, uh, side side. No. Okay. Forward I, upside. I okay. Pop them up. And, and it works best after um, mm-hmm. a narrow one, but there's probably other setups into it. Okay. Okay. But see, yeah. I think my my biggest gripe with Marth isn't like it just has nothing to do with his uh, like his tipper. Uh, it has more so to do with his. Uh, the hits done after a weak hit and how far it sends your opponent. Because I'll I'll be playing uh, with Marth and I'll uh, I'll get a forward air, you know that that's the weak uh, weak hit box, and yeah. my uh, I'll be like uh, I'll be put in at a disadvantage because my my opponent acts faster than me out of it. And I I still have the landing lag, and whatnot. So like my opponent more often than not is acting much faster than me. I feel like. If if they gave him a little bit more hits on that, or they had it send a teensy bit further, you know, Marth would feel more more uh 
more like a character like you know you could like win with rather than having to be like really gimmicky and try to do all these setups for tippers and whatnot. I mean, I, well, yeah, I, guess I mean, I... that's I mean that's the bane of of Marth, right? Is that like if you want to kill with Marth, you have to land tipper, right? That's yeah, that's the, that's that's Marth, right? Like that's what you do with that <laughs> character, right? Um, they, I don't know. I've never they, noticed that before. Do you think? When you play Marth more, I think you try to look out for it because uh, I, I don't know if it's just me not acting fast enough, but I feel like it's just whenever I hit with uh, with Marth's forwarder, I'm put at a disadvantage. Like, I, I think the uh, the term is plus on hit, on attack. Or yeah, yeah. I'm 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 not. I don't think he's minus. I don't think he's minus on hit when he does forwarder. Weak forwarder. Also depends on like percentage and if it's gonna do knockdown. And I think it's also part of knowing it. You might just be using forwarder wrong. Maybe I don't know. I, don't, I want to pick up Marth again because I'm, I love Pyramitha and I love the way she feels. But Marth just feels like, I feel so good to me. It feels like really really nice. Where, where I, I don't like Mithra's speed and her her like slight floatiness. Like Marth feels like the perfect weight, the perfect um, the perfect amount of like gameplay, right? Yeah. And also, I'm, I'm, I've been playing a little bit of Pyra, and I'm just not a fan of the speed, I guess. I'm not a fan of the two slow characters. Like, Marth is just right, and, like, Robin is just right. I've been playing a shit ton of Robin lately. Character's awesome. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I think well, I think that right there might be a good place to wrap it up uh, for our first episode. Thank you so much for coming on, Jolene. I really appreciate you talking. Uh, we can talk a bit more about the tournaments later, and 100%, we need to... Uh, maybe plan for January pretty soon. But anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, this has been the Gooby and Company broadcast. Uh, we'll see you next time. Take care.